You're listening to In Spirit and Truth, the radio ministry of Pastor J.D. Barag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. is currently teaching through the book of Psalms. I think it was Oswald Chambers that once said, we expect God to come in through this door, and we're like, okay, God, this is how God's going to do it. And here's God going, what if I don't want to come in through that door? Listen, I am God. (laughs) Who knows the mind of the Lord? Your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. Listen, I don't want to come in through that door. What if I want to come in through a window? You're not even thinking about a window. Hey, better yet, what if I want to come in through the wall? I could do that too. If we were to be perfectly honest, many of us are guilty of having placed expectations on God at some point in our walk. From miracles, breakthroughs, or a simple response, we sometimes forget just who God is. As Pastor J.D. will remind you in today's message, the Lord's ways are not our own, and His thoughts are not our thoughts. Now, be sure to stay with us after today's message to hear how you can get your own copy of today's broadcast. Subscribe to the In Spirit and Truth podcast or download the In Spirit and Truth iPhone or Android mobile app. Now, here's Pastor J.D. in Psalms chapter 83 with today's edition of In Spirit and Truth. We're about to be attacked by this great army that is coming against us, against all of these odds, and what are we going to do? We're going to praise the Lord, and we're going to lift up our voices loud and high. Yeah. In other words, you're going to praise God in advance for that which you know He will do. He hasn't done it yet, but He's going to do it. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tico. I pronounce it Tico. Some pronounce it Tekoa. The reason I pronounce it Tico is because that's the town I grew up in in Washington State, small farm town, and that's what they called it, Tico, Washington. So Tico, my hometown, It was a wilderness. (laughs) And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. And this is key. Believe, believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. You know what what he's saying? You need to have faith. And believe by faith that God is going to do this. It doesn't look like it, but is that not what faith is? The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen? I don't see how God's going to do this. Now, all I have at this point, all they have at this point, is that God has declared to them that it is not their battle, it is his battle. Do they know how God's going to win the battle for them? Do they know what God's going to do to give the victory to them? They do not. Yet they're praising him in advance. They're shouting loudly in their praise and worship to the Lord. Believing by faith. God, I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know the way you're going to do it. I don't know (laughs) the time that you're going to do it, how long it's going to take you to do it. But here's what I do know. You're going to do it. That's faith. And that's the faith that pleases God. Because without that faith, it's impossible. You want to talk about impossible? It's impossible to please God. So, 
when he had consulted with the people, verse 21, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and were saying. Now, we get, we get the lyrics here at the end of verse 21. So the lyrics that to their song that they were singing were Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. And they're not doing it softly. You know, kind of like what we do when we worship, especially when we're tired. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. No, they were doing it loudly. They were doing it with exuberance. They were praising him. Now, verse 22, this is where it gets interesting, and I want you to pay attention to this. When they began to sing and to praise, the Lord said, notice, when they started to sing, at the time that they were singing and praising the Lord, that's when the Lord set ambushes against the people of, listen to this, Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir. Edom, the tents of Edom, if you prefer, who had come against Judah and they were defeated. You want to know how? Oh, verse 23. For the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. I love it when God does that. Here's the, picture the scene, and again, this actually happened. This isn't based on a true story. This is a true story. I'm taking my daughter through the book of Esther, and it is so, I, I love watching her expressions when she, wow, only God could do that. That's the point. And it really happened. It happened that way. The very gallows that Haman built to hang Mordechai on were the very gallows that God had orchestrated that Haman himself would be hung on. I mean, it's... So this really happened. I'm saying all that to say, I guess I could have said it a lot simpler, but this really happened. Can you just put yourself there? You're the Israelites, and you're watching this happen. You're watching God, as he said he would, fight this battle for you instead of you. And if I'm there, and I'm watching God have them turn on each other and destroy each other and give me the victory, uh, my praise and worship's going up an octave. And it's going up a level. And Mike's going to have to adjust the level on the microphone because I'm singing really loud now. Oh, God, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. God is doing exactly what he said he would do. Can I make a suggestion here? Just, just a, as a plausible scenario that may have played into this. Do you think that it's possible like with Gideon? When they heard the Israelites singing that loudly, praising God, do you think that it's possible that God could have used that to throw them into this confusion and chaos to the degree in which they would start killing each other? I think it's possible. We've seen God do it before. 
So that was the battle plan. Yeah. God, you're, you're amazing. I know. I know I am. God, you can do anything. I know. I can do anything. God, this is amazing. I would have never... And isn't it interesting? You know how we, we project, we, we forecast how it is that God's going to do this. I think it was Oswald Chambers that once said, we expect God to come in through this door. And we're like, okay, God, this is how God's going to do it. And here's God going, what if I don't want to come in through that door? Listen, I am God. <laughs> Who knows the mind of the Lord? Your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. Listen, I don't want to come in through that door. What if I want to come in through a window? You're not even thinking about a window. Hey, better yet, what if I want to come in through the wall? I could do that too. Here's my point, and I do have one, by the way. God can do anything, any way, at any time. He is God. And there's nothing too hard for the Lord. If he decides on one occasion to throw the enemies into chaos and confusion to give the victory to his people, then that's how he's going to do it. You know, I think sometimes we have this mindset where, and it's the way our minds are wired, but we, we put God in this either or. So we have a situation, it's, it's perplexing, it's perilous, it's difficult, it's hard. And we think, okay, either God's going to do this or God's going to do that. What if God wants to do both? What if it's neither? What if it's something that you never even thought of? Maybe God wants to do that. Maybe on this particular occasion in your life, in that trial in your life, God says to you, you know what? You're not going to have to fight this battle. I got this. Battle belongs to me. I'll give you the victory. And in the end, you will give me the glory. Because even if you wanted to, there's no way you could take the credit for what I'm about to do. I'm going to do it in such a way such a fashion that it is unmistakably me. And such is the case here. So verse 24, when Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude, and there were their dead bodies fallen on the earth. No one had escaped. Now, if you want to rewind this video, so to speak, to what? Let's call it 24 hours prior do you think if you would have asked the Israelites, Jehoshaphat included, do you believe that God is going to do this this way? Let's be honest. If I'm an Israelite, I would say there's no way. I, I, it would be great if he did. Do you believe God can do it? Oh yeah, I know God can do it, but do you believe God will not just can, will do it. Well, that's different. I, I hope he does. No, no. You know he can, but if you believe and know he will, that's faith. Because that pleases God. And it's almost like, and I, I, 
for lack of a better way of saying it, and please don't misunderstand me when I say it this way, it's almost like we're giving God permission. Not that we give God permission. But again, for lack of a better way of saying it, it's like we, we say, okay, God, I believe you will do it. You do? Ah. Oh. That brings a smile to the face of God and it moves the hand of God on our behalf. Because now what we've said is, I believe you will do it. Okay, then I will. There's this one verse where Jesus says, let it be done to you according to your faith. And as God is my witness, that makes what little hair I have left on the back of my neck stand up. According to your faith, let it be done unto you. In other words, if you have the faith to... Please, I think it is a great tragedy what the word faith teachers have done to the doctrine of faith. This name it, claim it, grab it, blab it. You just speak it. You know, you just, the reason why you're not healed is because you don't have enough faith. That is false. That is not biblical. That is not biblical. So now all of a sudden the onus is on me and, and we've, we've gone to the extreme now where we want nothing to do with faith. Why? Because it's been marred. So I don't dare say that I'm going to believe by faith, God, you will do this. Oh, that sounds kind of like the word faith teachers. No, 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 no. I have the promise from God. Remember your word to your servant, Lord, for it has given me hope. Don't you just love it? When Jehoshaphat in his prayer is reminding God of all the times he's been faithful, nothing wrong with that. Everything right with that. Even Asaph... (laughs) is recalling, recounting the faithfulness of God and delivering the enemies into their hands against all odds. There's the the one thing that God is moved by, if I can say it this way, impressed by. I see Jesus impressed in the Gospels when people had faith and disappointed almost when people did not. He could do nothing in Nazareth in his hometown because they had no belief, no faith. This is, this is Jesus, son of Joseph. <laughs> Come on. And he could do nothing, a few things, because of their unbelief. What is it about our faith that our trust and believing God to do big things? Believing by faith that God can do anything. According to your faith, let it be done unto you. They're looking at, and there was a multitude, we don't know the number, and they're looking at all of these dead bodies. Sorry that it's graphic, it's what happened. And no one had escaped. And 24 hours earlier, perhaps, they were the ones that thought their bodies would be laying there none of them would escape. Only God could do that. Only God could do that. I don't know what situation you have in your life. We'll bring it in for a close. But I want to encourage you. God is able. 
Yeah, I know it's hard. Yeah, but pastor, you have no idea. This is, this is impossible. Good. Did you say it was impossible? Yeah, good. <laughs> because now God's going to do the impossible. Just watch what he's going to do. Do you believe he will? No, I believe you can, but do you believe he will? Did he not say that he will? What do you mean? Oh, see, this is something that we have, and sometimes we need to hang on to it for dear life. God has promised us that no matter how bad it might seem, no matter how great the odds are, how great that horde is that has come against you, that problem in your life, he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything that you could have ever thought or imagined, let alone asked. Do you think they would have ever thought they'd just have to praise God, stand firm, behold the salvation of the Lord, and God would have them turn on each other? I don't think they even... You know, sometimes when we pray, we ask God to do something, and God says, that's, that's all? What? You know, so it's, it's kind of like, I, I'll never forget this. It, it was a great illustration. You know, as you get this, this guy getting ready to pray, and God's in heaven going, okay, you guys. He's getting ready to pray. Stand by. Gabriel, Michael, get over here. Stand by. He's getting ready to pray. The whole heavenly host, get over here. He's getting ready to pray. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here he goes. All right. Father in heaven, bless this meal. Oh, I'm sorry. It False alarm. It was just a meal prayer. Go back. I'm so sorry. I know that's kind of a silly way to illustrate it, but it does make the point, doesn't it? Think about this. We have the creator of the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that in them is that has granted us unfettered access to him at any time to ask anything according to his will. And when we ask anything according to his will, we can have that which we ask for. And we're coming to him asking for a parking spot at Costco Evile. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. I do that all the time. <laughs> and God provides. <laughs> Somebody pulls out and then a demon pulls in and takes a spot from you. That actually happened to me about a week ago. But anyway, enough of my problems. Where was I? I was making a profound point somewhere here. But we can ask him for anything. And he's waiting on standby to do anything. And we don't ask. And we have not because we ask not. And when we ask... Believe that we will receive. Don't be double-minded, tossed back and forth, you know, like every wave of the, of the sea. Don't doubt. Believe. Just believe. He will do it. And, and by the way, the way he will do it, it's not what you're thinking. The way he will do it will be a way you would have never thought of. Wow, Lord, I never, I never thought of that. I know because your thoughts aren't my thoughts. Of course you're not going to think of it. I thought of it because I, I'm God and I think things that you can't think. Lord, I, I would have never thought that would be the way. I know because your ways are not my ways. You think? 
yes. I, in a million years, I would have never imagined that you would have done it like that. That was perfect. I know because I'm perfect. I'm perfect. And the timing was perfect. I know because I'm perfect. I'm God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for doing that. Can you, before you leave, I just thought of this, and I'm going to do it too. Tonight, you know, when I, of course, I'm just by myself tonight, but when I drive home, why don't you try this? Just as a, a suggestion. Think about what is the most difficult thing you have in your life right now. What is that one thing right now that is the most difficult thing that you're dealing with in your life? So put that on the table, and then I want you to just reflect on how many times God has pulled through for you in ways you would have never imagined. And then I want you to reconcile that with what you're going through right now. What, God isn't going to do this when he did all of that? What, what Do you think that it's possible that God would say something like this to you? Listen, I pulled you through some stuff, man, over the years. This one, you're on your own. <laughs> no. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I think about what Paul said. He said, you know, this is again a very loose paraphrase. He said, is it even logical or reasonable to think that God who would not spare his own son, I mean, if he's going to give you his own son to die for you, to pay in full for all of your sin for eternity, is there anything God's going to say, nah, I'm not going to, I'm going to withhold that. If he wouldn't withhold his son, is there anything that he would withhold from you? Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above, and there's no variation. There's no shifting of shadows. In other words, there's no going back and forth. There's no changing of his mind. His gifts and his callings are without repentance, without change. So God is looking at your situation, and how do you know that he hasn't brought you to this place for such a time as this? I got Esther too much on my mind. Because he's setting the stage to do the miracle, the impossible that you could have never imagined that he could do. And he had to bring you to this place. As hard as it is, as, diff- as scary as it is. I mean, it is scary. This is scary bad. God knows. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. Stand firm and behold the salvation of the Lord. Thanks for taking the time to listen today to In Spirit and Truth. Pastor J.D. has been taking us through the book of Psalms, detailing the author's messages of hope and pain, joy and sorrow. You may have found today that you identified with the sentiments expressed in today's passage. And if that's the case, we encourage you to explore more. Dive into the Word yourself and ask God to reveal additional love and personal truth that He knows you need to hear today. If you'd like to hear more of Pastor J.D.'s teachings in Psalms 2, you can find them online at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. 
Are you a part of a community of believers? If you haven't yet found a church that you can call home, we'd like to urge you to remedy that soon. A church family can be a source of support, a cheering squad, and most importantly, a group of faithful prayer warriors. This is also a place you can give of your unique talents in support of others as well. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you have a standing invitation to be part of our family of believers. Come join Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find out more at our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. There's a lot to discover at our website, including a link to our mobile app, social media pages, and Pastor J.D.'s Mideast Prophecy Updates. That website, one more time, is inspiritandtruthradio.com. That's all we have for today. Join us next time to continue learning from the book of Psalms, right here on In Spirit and Truth. <music> 